Welcome to Real Life Real Equity Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hey, welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing ease to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. Welcome to the show. All right, all right, welcome to the show, everybody. We are super excited about our guest today. Coach A.M. Williams is a transformational professional who specializes in helping entrepreneurs get clarity they need to turn internal success into personal achievement. He is the owner of A.M. Williams Coaching Company, LLC, and has personally coached and trained numerous executives, lawyers, doctors, recording artists, and other coaches and consultants over the past 10 years from a bedbound state. Having been diagnosed with incomplete paraplegia, extreme weakness in the legs, Coach AM has discovered the gift of challenges and has mastered the art of transforming adversity into one's greatest advantage. He is also one of the best-selling authors of the book, Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback. His Yes Go radio show on bsnradio.com is syndicated across 300 radio stations and reaches international listeners across the UK and North America each month. Coach AM's magnificent obsession is helping high-performing professionals and entrepreneurs play at a higher level. Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm round of applause to our friend and guest today, Coach AM Williams. Welcome to the show. Pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. It's been a very interesting journey, but like you said, it's something great that's going to come out of this. So let's get right into it. Talk to us a little bit about your story. I read your story, met you through our mutual book project, Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback. Phenomenal story, life-changing story, impactful story. So talk to us a little bit about where you come from, uh, your journey, and, of course, your tagline, because I love it. Yeah, so literally 20 years ago, I had a banking career, and uh, life was sweet. So did I thought, you know, I was a brand-new father. My career was taking off. I was um, in the top percentage of my sales, and I was advancing, growing within the organization. And But I noticed that I was having some health challenges, and I literally, because I was working out at the time, just thought it was something, maybe I had pulled a muscle or something in my groin and just went to the hospital to try to figure out what was going on. That ended up turning into a set of orientations with things that changed my life forever. I ended up having several surgeries. My ability to walk was impaired. I lost 90% of my income, 95% of my friends. I contracted a deadly staph infection and was given two weeks to live. Yet, rather than cave in to what life was presenting me, I chose to live life. I chose life and went on and started my own coaching business. I started my online radio show, which now has an international audience. I went back to school, got my associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree, Uh, graduated with honors. I literally personally coached and trained professionals from all backgrounds, from executives, lawyers, doctors, professors, and I did it all from a bed-bound state. All of this positioned me to, um, you know, really master the art of what it takes to turn internal success 
into personal achievements. And mm-hmm. I tell people the reason why I'm so great at helping people blow past their limitations is because I've done it myself for the past 20 years of my life. Your perspective is what is, it gets me every time we talk is your perspective and how you view anything and everything. I mean, and I hate to call it an obstacle because I don't believe you call it an obstacle. Talk to me a little bit about, like, your, your tagline. Yeah, there, there's just like there's no sweet journeys to greatness. You know, many of us, we have uh, these pictures in our mind that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to get in front of my right audience. My book is going to take off. My speaking career is going to take off. I'm going to make millions. I'm going to do, oh, and my life is going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. But there are no sweet journeys to greatness. Any person who's reached the place where they're living out manifested greatness, they've all gone through some extreme adversity. Many people like to talk about the concept of overcoming adversity, but I've discovered the gift of challenges. And so rather than try to overcome it, I learned how to embrace it and dance with it. Mm, I learned how to embrace it and dance with it to optimize through adversity because adversity allows me to get more out of myself than I had before. As one lady put it, adversity is just undiscovered growth opportunities. So when it comes into your life, it's there to bring you something or bring something out of you that you didn't even realize was there. So rather than try to overcome it, so to speak, and say, you know, um, this is something like that I jumped over or I went around and all of that. No, I learned how to dance with it because it makes me better. You don't just say this stuff. This is what's so amazing. So just to give some perspective to the audience, this isn't just talk. This is how you live. You know, I'm reading a a little excerpt out of your book, and it says, when I had my second surgery, there was no warning that I wouldn't be able to walk again. And then you, you are still, 20 years later, saying it's not about adversity. It's about the undiscovered opportunity. Talk to us a little bit more about after you got to the point where you weren't able to walk again. What happened next? Well, the the thing of it was at that time, right before that, if I could digress right before then, I was hobbling around a lot. In the book, I talk about that, hobbling around a lot. By that time, I was no longer with the bank. I'd actually had started my first business, but I was building teams, and I was still a leader in that organization. And, in fact, I had one so many awards with that organization, I had to have somebody to go on stage and pick them up for me because my legs had grown too tired from standing up and going and taking the stage and wow. going up and coming down and doing all of that. So during that period of my life, I knew that there was something more that I wanted. So my eyes was on the outcome that I wanted for my life. It wasn't on the money. Mm-hmm. It was on the outcome that I wanted for my life. And as long as I stayed focused on the outcome that I wanted for my life, the money would show up to support what was needed because the money was a means to create the outcome for my life. So rather than focus on the money, I focused on the outcome that I wanted, and I hobbled in and out of people's homes, training my sales teams, going 
to different places with them, helping them get licensed and things of that nature. And I, and I asked the question, what do you want so bad that you'll hobble around and do it? Um, wow. So, but then when I had the second surgery, they asked me to move my legs and I couldn't do it. They asked me to move my toes. I couldn't do it. That began to put me on a different path of trying to learn what it was like to live life from a wheelchair. And I had my different orientations with that, and it was it was challenging to say the least. But during that same period of time, I learned how to say, okay, how can I take this that I've gone through in life and turn it into something that will impact, improve, and empower the lives of the people that I serve and even more people? How, how could I translate this into something else? And so because of that, that's literally what got me into coaching because someone heard me encouraging someone in physical therapy and they said, man, you're a great coach. And I said, well, I, no, I don't actually coach any teams. It's like, no, you'd be a great life coach. And I went online and I studied what that was, and I got my certification to become wow. a life coach. And through that, people would come by to see me in the hospital, and they would end up sitting there getting coached. You know, all of a sudden, they thought they were coming to see me, but they were releasing things that was going on in their life. And so I'm like, well, if I could do this from a hospital bed in the hospital, then I could do this from a hospital bed in my home. That ended up turning into opportunities where I was coaching very successful individuals from a hospital bed. They never even knew it. They never even knew that was my disposition. I trained um, an international sales team organization out of Canada um, where the owner had businesses in nine different countries. And I Mm. trained them, and they didn't even know. I was in a hospital bed at home doing it. So I don't want to give any illusions that everything was sweet because, again, there are no sweet journeys to greatness. But at the same point of time, the point that I want to emphasize is that when you keep your eye on the outcome that you want for your life, not about the money, but the outcome, then the means to manifest that outcome come into play. Mm. They support the vision that you have for your life. And that's one of the major challenges that I notice when I talk to people today. It's like you ask them what do they really want for their life and they can't tell you. If you don't know what you want for your life, then what are you building? Yeah, that's that's so true. And in your situation, you, you had a physical condition that most people would have given up. They would have quit. They would have allowed that situation to cripple their their outcome. And I know that in this journey, mentally, you had to become stronger, tougher. Break down that part of it. What were some key things that you did to focus on continuing forward during this journey? How did you become mentally tough? Well, the thing of it for me was never to be conditioned by my condition. You never allow yourself to be conditioned by your condition. And one of the greatest ways for that to happen is you have to take personal responsibility. You know, it wasn't that I did something like I I was in a car accident or something happened in my life, negligence on my part that created this situation in my life, but I took ownership of it because until you take ownership of it, you can't change it. Yeah. 
And, you know, just you were talking earlier about perspective. If your perspective is this is something that happened to me, <laughs> you're empowering something outside of yourself. But when you take the, the position that I take full responsibility for the way I think about myself, the outcomes I produce, and the income I make, then you allow yourself to manufacture transformation. And it really doesn't matter what it is, what your disposition is in life at that point. When you begin to manufacture the transformation, then you can come back and come up from anything that you're dealing with. You can change it all because you you took personal responsibility for it. You decided to say, okay, you know what, this is my stuff. I take responsibility for it. I'm going to turn it around. I'm going to change it. If it's going to happen, it's going to be because of something that I'm doing. What many mm. people fail to realize is that when they look at, like there's a story in Scripture that talks about a, a lame man who couldn't walk, and his four friends took him, you know, before Jesus and, and all of that. What, what many people fail to realize is that healing was not Jesus' idea. <laughs> Say it. Tell us. <laughs> okay. What many people fail to realize is the woman with the issue of blood, that was not even on Jesus' agenda. Wow. It was not. He lets us know that he came that we might have life and life more abundantly, but it's really up to us. And so if you want to be better, that's your idea. Mm. Healing begins within. It has to be so your true. idea. It can't be someone else's idea. That's why I say you have to take personal responsibility because if you want to come back, that's going to be your idea. It's not going to be man, anybody else's. Man, that's so powerful. I, I was just talking to a, a previous guest of ours, and this is confirmation for me. So I'm taking this as a personal message. Uh, Julian Sato, if you haven't checked out that podcast, go back, listen to the podcast. But this one today it's confirmation for me. You're talking about if you're going to receive the healing, it starts on the inside. There is so much talk about entrepreneurial depression, depression in America. The depression rates in, in Japan have skyrocketed. And it's all about healing on the inside. Yeah. It's all about healing on the inside. So talk to us a little bit more about some of the tips and strategies that we can use to really heal on the inside if that's something that you want to go into. Well, I think the thing that, you know, to bridge the gap between the question, uh, the previous question and this one, I will just simply say that what mankind has completely forgotten is that we were made in the image and likeness of God. <clears throat> we do not understand what that means. What it means is that we were given unlimited potential before we even had a body. Wow. We were given the ability to dominate before we could even breathe. We were told to rule, subdue, and have dominion before he breathed life into man. This is something that's innate yeah. within us. When a person says, I want to be successful, you're already successful. What you're missing 
what's, ha- what's going on is that there is a significant disconnect from the success that you're capable of and the outcomes that you're getting. It's not that success is void of you. It's not that it's not in you. We all have success inside of us, but we don't know how to take that success and transform it into personal achievements. And that's what I try to draw. You know, that's the awareness that I try to draw out of the situation when I'm working with my clients or whatever the case may be, is that you're chasing something that you think is outside of you. And it's not outside of you, it's inside of you. But if the solution is outside of you, I can almost guarantee you think the problem is too. Wow. If you think the solution is outside of you, then you'll also think the problem is outside of you? Yeah. If you believe that the solution is outside of you, I can almost guarantee you think the problem is too. Wow. Let that sink in for a minute. Yeah. I mean, like, let that really sink in for a minute. I want to kind of go back to something you said that I have now heard over and over and over again, and maybe it's because my consciousness has brought it to the forefront of my mind. You said when you keep your eyes on the outcome, you learn it's not about the money. And, of course, we're digressing a little bit, but in the book Rush Dad, Poor Dad, he talks about why the rich don't work for money. And I just read a book uh, by Gary Keller who said the same thing. He said when you set your goal on the outcome, you won't be chasing a dollar sign because the dollar sign is a symptom of your outcome, not the opposite way. It's not the outcome is a symptom of the money. And you just hit that home like nobody I've ever seen. Talk to me a little bit about the importance of a coach because having now experienced what it's like to have a coach, having coached my own clients, and then hearing you talk about coaching, talk to us about why it's so important, especially today, to have a coach in your life. Well, you know, I, again, I'm using the scripture reference. I'm unapologetically Christian. And the base, uh, my, my, my business is founded on biblical principles. Okay. And while I don't yeah. walk around saying Jesus this, Jesus that all the time, th- that's my foundation. Okay, yeah. so let, I'm going to give it to you this way. The scripture says that counsel is like deep waters in the heart of a man, but a man of understanding knows how to draw them out. And that's hmm. what coaching is. Uh, counsel is like deep waters in the heart of man. But a man of understanding knows how to draw them out. Your answer is already inside of you. Mm. All this missing is clarity. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All this missing is the clarity. That's all this missing. Once you get the clarity that you need, then you will see the solution. I mean, I can tell you how I did something and how it worked for me, but you and I are made totally different. We're wired totally different. What means the most to you may not necessarily mean the most to me. We have different value systems. Yeah. And we're so unique that out of 8 billion people on this earth currently, not to count the many that has died before this time or the many that will come after us. You can't put two people together and get the same fingerprint. Wow. So if we're that uniquely made, 
then wouldn't our solutions be unique to us as well? Well, if that's the case, then what works for me is not in somebody else. It's in me. And if I had somebody that could help me draw that out of me, how powerful would that be? That's empowerment at its finest when someone has the ability to show you what's inside of you. And I'm not talking about like this motivational. Oh, you have greatness within, you know. I'm not, I don't knock any of that stuff, but I'm not talking about pump you up type stuff. I'm talking about, listen, let me show you what's in you. Let me show you. Your answer is inside of you. You just need the clarity to draw it out. You need someone who has the ability to help you get the clarity to draw it out of you. Once you get that clarity, then you can dispel the illusion of the limitations you think you have. Mm. Because you don't have any limitations. That's right. The limitations that we have are literally self-imposed or imposed by something that's outside of us, including previous failures. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And I want to make sure that we kind of clarify. I want to make sure I give a a fair summation of this. You, all the answers are inside of us. I don't, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we're saying it's okay not to go and learn. It's not okay. It's okay not to understand. My summation of what you just said is I know the answer to my solution, and sometimes that solution is I have to go and work and learn and do something to get to the result that I'm trying to go after. Is that a fair summation? Yeah, yeah exactly, because there are many books that have been written, and there have been many people that have told their stories and they talk about, you know, the greatness within those stories. Here's what I'm saying about that. Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich, okay? Now, if you've read the book, okay, you can tell it's it's an amazing read, okay? And that book is responsible for many of the thought leaders that we hear today, right? Right. But let me give you a – well, I'm going to ask you a question. Be honest. Do you think everybody who read that book became rich? Nope. No. Not at all. <laughs> well, guess what? That's because information does not transform people's lives. And oftentimes, many people read a book to study and gain a lot of information. This is what this one says. This is what that one says. This, you know what that does? It creates uncertainty. Because you just heard 10 different people tell you about how to get this done, and I've read this person's book, and I've read that person's book, and, that, and you're still not doing anything. Wow. Why? Because you're full of information, and it has created a cloud of uncertainty. And wow. it's not that those solutions don't work. It's not that they don't work, but you haven't heard anything that's giving you actionable insight for your life, and that's why you're not moving. 
And that actionable insight only comes through clarity. It comes when you kill the noise. It comes when you read material to gain repetition in a particular discipline. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because it's what you only what you do over and over and over again will you find makes more makes success more predictable and what you can duplicate in the lives of other people. But when you're just studying stuff and you know you become and you get into this state of a good friend of mine Eli Wilde he calls infobesity. When you get into infobesity you have all this, you know, oh, I read that book, I read that book, and your life is no different. It hasn't been transformed wow. by what you heard. Wow. And wow. that's because you don't have any actionable insights on anything. that You don't, you don't let the book read you. you. You don't open yourself up to be transformed by what it is. You're just a connoisseur of information. And that's why I said that the answer is within you. You said actionable insights. Act taking it's informational obesity, but actionable insights on what it is you learn. Letting the book actually transform you. That's a powerful thing to think about. And I want to make sure that I'm hearing you correctly. It's not about not getting the information. It's about letting the information actually transform you so that you take actionable insights take actionable steps toward what that book is trying to transform you into yes if it doesn't give you actionable insights things that you can take action on then it won't transform you i read <laughs> yeah. it i read that book yeah i read it okay but you're not getting what that book has for you like i man my library is so extensive I, I tell people I got like a billion dollar library. It, it's not because I spent a billion dollars in books. There's over a billion dollars of actionable insights in the books that I have. But mm. if I pick up a book and say, okay, this book is going to be responsible for the next six figure income stream I have in my life, and I'm going to adopt it with that in mind. I'm going to get what that book has for me. Yeah. And at minimum, I'm going to get a six-figure income stream out of that book. Well, imagine if we read material like that. Imagine if we read material with the intent of getting something that takes us or positions us to play at a higher level in our business. Can you imagine how different our lives would be if we yeah. read it with that intention the actionable insights that I've gained, very similar to what you just said, is incredible. And I want to make sure that uh, for anybody who's listening to this, you can gain this clarity. You don't have to have the money to gain the actionable insights because there's something called a public library where everybody who pays taxes pours money into these free resources that you can build your own billion-dollar library through borrowed resources because it's not about the lack of resources. It's about the lack of resourcefulness. So, and, you know, this has been a phenomenal podcast full of actual insights, full of actionable 
tips, strategies, and solutions for our inner game. Because before we can change our outer game, like you said, we have to change our inner game. And I don't even think it'd be fair to ask for three golden nuggets, if you would, because this whole podcast has been full of golden nuggets. So with that being said, Ketch, I, I would highly recommend you listen to this podcast three, four, five times because repetition is the mother of all learning. And what he has given us has been such profound wisdom of, of not only age, but experience and real life experience. That's what we're all about, real life real equity, all about the real life experiences and not about the social media portrayals. So, uh, AM, tell them how they can get a hold of you. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing next and um, anything that you want to share as far as, uh, you know, promotional content, anything like that. Well, sure. Um, thank you so much. I, you can reach me. I'm on uh, Facebook, you get Coach AM Williams fan page. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Coach A.M. underscore Williams. Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Coach A.M. Williams as well. And LinkedIn, I'm, I'm on there. And I have uh, the website, CoachAMWilliams.com. My radio show is called YesGo.Live. It's at YesGo.Live. The show is called YesGo. Answers the two biggest questions that people face every day when you know, faced with opportunity. Number one, should I do this? And, or, and number two, when should I start? The answers are yes and go, and <laughs> I have an amazing program that helps people identify the limitation patterns that keep them stuck and unproductive, and it's called Address Your BS, okay? Mm. And when I say address your BS, I get a varied responses, but many people say, whoa, you know, it's kind of like in your face. Yeah. Well, guess what? When you get serious about changing, you want something that's in your face. That's right. Mm-hmm. When you get serious about, you know, transformation, when you get serious about winning and you want to win big, when you really get serious about winning and winning big, then you have to make an intentional commitment to become more. Justin, if I can, I, I just want to leave you. You you asked for three tips and three nuggets, and I, I'm a believer in over-delivering in value. So if it. it's okay with you, I just want to leave three things with your audience. Absolutely. If you are serious, serious about winning and playing big in life, there are three things you have to do. Number one, you have to be willing to come face-to-face with the truth and not run away from it. That's the first thing. You have to be willing to come face-to-face with the truth and not run away from it. Second thing you need to do is you have to break the systems that keep you stuck and unproductive. You have to break those things. And number three, You have got to create a strategy that empowers you to play at the next level. I've been doing those last, I've been doing those three things, helping people for the last decade or more and helping them to do that and watch their lives change significantly. And like I said, I've been doing it in my own life for the last 20 years. 
Wow. So if y'all didn't catch that, it was get face to face with the truth, break the systems that keep you stuck and in a state of unprotectivity. If y'all didn't catch it, yesgolive.com is. Yeah, yes, live. It's on BSRN radio. And I just want to say, it's not just about coming face to face with the truth. It's about coming face to face with the truth and not running away from it. That's good. Yeah. You underpromised and overdelivered. And again, you know, I didn't know where we were going to go. I knew it was still going to be somewhere great, and you did not disappoint. So, uh, with that being said, I appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with us today. Um, and we look forward to having you on again because we think that this level of transparency, information, and actionable insight is valuable, valuable content for our audience. So, uh, with that being said, thank you so much for uh, being on our show, and we'll uh, we'll catch you again on the next time. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real Equity Podcast.